0: hello everyone welcome to the grand final edition of the in the Clear NRL podcast uh, It's just Connor Hickey and Chris Bulos in the room today. How's he Connor? Uh, we actually also have producer Mitch Fleaskins in here as well. Uh, Paul Roberts is on the road somewhere in New South Wales um, and I assume he's we, we didn't actually ask him but I assume he's tipping the storm. I can't see anybody that wouldn't be you know genuinely tipping the storm and not hoping for a um, underdog win from the Cowboys. Uh, look, just as we just before we start um, this podcast is produced by ACM, which is a division of Fairfax Media. And just before we get to the grand final, we're going to talk about the um, the Dally
1: M's. Yeah, it was last night. We we're recording this on a on a Thursday morning up here in Richmond. But yeah, last night was um, yeah they announced the Dally M's. Cameron Smith, surprise surprise, got the. Got his second Alien. Yeah, I was it's,
0: surprised that was only his second. Yeah, I
1: think over the years, you know, uh, uh, the big three have taken votes off each other, so that's why they haven't yeah. you know, won as many. Uh, Thurston's won four because, you know, he was yeah, he's so dominant. But, yeah, I, it was a bit of a surprise only his second one. but I, I think I said he's finished second or third a fair few times because they just keep taking votes of each other. So it was, you know, the worst-kept secret. But, yeah, he's been the best player all year in the best team all year, so it was no surprise that he won. Um, and they also announced the team of the year, um, yeah, a few shocks for me. I don't know. I'll, I'll yeah, you know, I'll just run through. Yeah, you know, Slater, Rapana, Walker, Witter, Morgan, Gallon, Gillette, Cameron, Smith, and Woods, and they also had interchange for the first time this year. Regan Campbell Wins
0: Windsor boy. Since yeah. we're recording it in Richmond, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I, Aaron Woods to me wasn't the best front rower this year. What do you reckon? Well, yeah, I thought Jason Talibolo clearly was, but maybe they classify him as a back rower because yeah. he's got the number thirteen jersey on. I,
1: that, that's the other thing. I can't understand. I know not had a really good year, and Gallon played every game. He was strong for the Sharks. I guess, and that's the thing. These awards don't factor into the finals, so you can't factor in you know the last few weeks when yeah. was a bit. That's all. Like everyone was saying, oh, why didn't Paul Green get Coach of the Year? But they stop at round 26, so you can't really factor in their run in the finals. So, yeah, Craig, Melbourne have only lost four games all year, and two of those were without origin players. Yeah. Without origin players. So, you know, when you're talking coach, the yeah, Brad Arthur. was good nominations. Yeah, Brad Arthur was a good nomination. Trent Barrett. Yeah, it was really good. You yeah, know, they've had a really good crop of coaches this year. But, yeah, Melbourne's been the best team all year. But,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. Um, Green would have been a close second for me. Um, well, he I wasn't was even nominated in the top four, would you believe? Really? Yeah, Trent Robinson was the
1: other one in that four.
0: So yeah, I, guess, I a, guess the Roosters had a pretty good year too. But I mean, like, I, I don't know. You look at what has been done with the Cowboys. I mean, you know, we've said it all year and, and everyone, everyone said it, you know, they basically just expected them to fold, and you know they kind of just scraped into the eight. And I guess you're right; it stops at the yeah. Round well, fifteen minutes. They,
1: yeah, they were fifteen minutes away from missing the eight, so if they yeah. missed the eight. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's just a really weird situation. How that the, the yeah. You know, every year there's sort of a fairy tale run, and you didn't think it was going to come from the Cowboys. There were a fair few teams that you know you could have seen mainly come through with you know with the talent they got. You know, come through from the bottom half. everyone expected Cronulla to come through from the bottom half. You know. Even Parramatta, I know they finished in the four, but yet yeah, to make a run. But it just, yeah, you know, it just seems, yeah, you know, these Cowboys are just, you know, they're just, they're just playing some good footy, and they deserve yeah. you know, yeah. deserved Spot in the grand final, that's for sure. Well, they've been playing semi final football, and that's, yeah, you know, I think they've played teams that, and haven't played semi final football. So even last week, I, you know, the Roosters played well in patches, but that's they've been doing that all year, and they have been playing eighty minutes, and they just caught up with them eventually. So um, good on the Cowboys. Um, Melbourne, yeah, Melbourne will have to fix their first half. It was very slow against Brisbane, and Brisbane probably should have been up, you know, at least twelve or fourteen. You would have thought, you know, if if the, and the Cowboys won't make that mistake, I think so. Yeah, Brisbane
0: was Brisbane's attack was pretty awful. Yeah, There's just nothing going for it. I think we'll we'll do a review show next week so we can talk about Brisbane and that sort of thing. But yeah, Brisbane are just yeah, well, they had a couple of late injuries, injuries as well. Injuries, which, but which, yeah, I can't see how they're
1: going to improve next year. I don't see how you know they're losing a few players. They're losing Ben Hunt. I I know they get Jack Bird, but I just don't see how they're going to improve next year.
0: I think they're lacking the forward depth as well, as well as some of the attacking spots. It's an off-season to come up with apparently a whole lot of clubs going to have to offload players because um, because they're over (laughs) the salary cap, so they might be able to pick up a few blokes. Maybe Wayne Bennett's banking on that. Um, Also, actually, since we're talking about that game, I don't know if you saw Billy Billy Slater hit. I I don't know who it was he hit hit high when the guy was falling, yeah. yeah. and I tweeted out, it was pretty ironic of Billy Slater of all people to complain about getting head, hit yeah. high while a guy's slipping, or oh, sorry, hitting a guy high while the guy's slipping. Yeah. So um, those ones are so tough, because it's such a, well, yeah, it's, exactly. it's a split yeah, second it's, thing, and, 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 and a lot was made about that when yeah, Slater got knocked and out. And I don't have a problem with Billy Slater, but yeah, I didn't I didn't like the way C.S. Oliola was characterised when that hit happened, um, yeah. and you know, if... I don't know. I, I didn't like, it. and if it didn't happen to Billy Slater, he wouldn't. Nobody would have cared. But for some reason, Billy Slater just. Yeah.
1: There's um, going to be a lot of pressure on if not only the players this week, but you know, those, the doctors on the sideline. If the hey, hit like does that happen, uh, you know, HIA is going to be. You know, it's very big. You know, if you lose a play in the grand final this gonna, week, it could be the difference. So it's yeah. going to be very important. You know, it's. You know, no one's going to manipulate the rules, and you hope not. But geez, it's there, this microscope's going to be on everyone this week. So it's. I mean, you know, I'm I'm really looking forward to the the game because I think there's, there's so many storylines that can play out. Obviously, Melbourne are red-hot favourites, but you know, I don't know. I, I, the Cowboys, I've been saying it for a few weeks, you know, tip them against the Parra. I, I, I talked myself into tipping the Roosters last week when I probably should have stayed with the Cowboys, but, you know, their forward pack, are just, they just get the job done, and Morgan's just kicking on the back of it, his kicking game has been superb, and that's how they're winning the game. So
0: It should be a good game just because neither team's got it. Like I mean... It's the grand final, so there's not meant to be a home field advantage. But, obviously, if you're a, S- a Sydney club, it's easier for you to get your fans there. And, I mean, let's be honest, are, like are Melbourne fans going to travel? Like, probably no, there'll not. be some Melbourne fans, and there will be a section of Cowboys
1: fans. But a lot of them, you're right, will be neutrals. Like, just going for the game, watching the game. You know, it's going to be a good game because Cowboys won't... Yeah, you know, Melbourne will have to beat North Queens. At North Queens, they won't beat themselves. They've got the highest completion rate in the NRL. They'll complete, they'll kick... They've got Tamilola to get him forward, you yeah, they've got Morgan to play off the back of it. And yeah, they've got some guys out wide who were you know, Tamari Martin's try last week was spectacular. Yeah, was good so item, he's playing yeah, you know, they're playing really well. So though the first twenty minutes I said last week was crucial and, and they did hold them. And, and the Cowboys did hold the Roosters. So I mean for a similar story this week. If the Cowboys can hold Melbourne for the first twenty and not, you know, not let them you know not let them jump the start. It's the Cowboys will slip back into that grind and know how to win those tight games. You know, Melbourne, their first halves have not been good in the semi-finals, so that's something they have to fix up. But I think having you know they had a few weeks, few soft weeks leading into the finals. Then they had that week one, and they had a week off, and then they had a you know slow start playing back to back weeks. I think will help them, and I think they've got too much to play for. Cooper Cronk's yeah, last game, apparently, potentially. Yeah. Um, especially for Melbourne, so yeah, it could be Billy Slater's last game. Yeah, they've got a few players moving on. Uh, you know,
0: this could be a real end of an era for Melbourne, and this could be, yeah, you know, it's, it's. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how, um, like, just looking in the future, how Melbourne handle this, because obviously Cam, Cam Smith is probably the most likely you would think to, to play a few more years. Yeah. Slater, um, has obviously had quite a few injuries. Looks like they haven't impacted him this year, probably because he's had two years off to not, not yeah. get belted. But I mean. You know, he's, what, 30... He's 30, You know, like, he's going to start slowing down sooner or later. Yeah, I think he's got... Um, I think they'll
1: go one more year. I, don't even, I think Bellamy and that those guys are smart enough to say, all right, we'll lose Cooper this year. Billy can play one more year. We'll let him go. He'll go. And then Cameron Smith probably got at least two. And the way he's played this year, he probably, could probably play five. But, you know, I think he's... Yeah, you know, they're all getting on. So I think, you know, they've got... Yeah, it's going to be just next year Is going to be a whole different ballgame With a new number seven Yeah, you know, they've got that Brady Croft there He's a good player But it's, he's not Cooper Cronk So Yeah, it's, it's going to be. it could turn into Cooper Cronk Well, Krong, that's I right But say. it's either, it's, a, it's sort of a You know, they're losing Toho Harris as well He's been a big player for them But yeah, Melbourne just Craig Bellamy just knows how to get those players firing You know, those You know, you look at someone like You know, we talked about Yeah, Tim Glasby He could even Nelson of so Solomona Those guys just, you know any Under any other coach You know, potentially could play 15-20 yeah, you know, make a few errors. The Melbourne players don't have errors in their game. You know, they're just strong forward. And the one player that I'm really looking forward to watching next year play for Melbourne is Sam Cassiano. Yeah, I was because, just going to talk about him. Yeah, if Cassiano has a big off-season, he'll strip weight, you know, and get him on for short stints behind Bromwich, behind those guys. Yeah, you know, they lose Jordan McClain. We'll get him on like, like,
0: um yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, actually going up to
0: the Cowboys. Yeah, that's, that's a big loss, because well, he's playing really good footy, yeah. so he'll be a big buy for the Cowboys. Definitely. Uh, and they'll. I wonder if they'll use Cassiano the same way they sort of use... A Solomona basically an impact guy, twenty minutes off the bench. I think so. I think you'll find that and that's, that's what they do, and they got you
1: yeah, know they got yeah, Glasby and all those guys to start. But yeah, I'm just I'm thinking North Queensland ahead are probably they're they've exceeded well exceeded expectations. And when you look at their team this year, and when you think they're not losing too many players, but they're going to add Matt Scott and Jordan McLean, two world class front rowers, and the best halfback in the game, and best player potential in the game. So you've got the three really big players to come back into that team next year. I think. I think they'll learn a lot from this experience, and I think the travel will just wear them down. I think I think going and coming, going and coming. I think that's uh, no ex- no excuse, according to Paul Green. I don't no, know. No, but I think comments. I think this week's more than more than most because they've had to come down earlier for the daily M's and you know, for the fan day they got today. So I think today they'll feel it because they've had to go up, haven't been back, and come back. So I think the travel, I think not a factor, but I think it will eventually just wear down on them. And I, I feel I'm really concerned if Melbourne score first early and get a good lead because. I don't want to see the game blow out, but I think if Melbourne can get a good lead and you know they're focused and they're primed, then they won't—they'll be relentless. So you know we've seen some big scores in grand finals in recent times. I hope I'm hoping that North Queensland can just you know, keep it tight early, and then you know you never know because once the, the longer the game goes out, and North Queensland is still in the game, you know Melbourne will get nervous knowing that North Queensland won't go away, and North Queensland will sit back and know we know how to win these games. So. Plenty of interesting things to look out for this weekend.
0: Yeah, I um, I reckon the Storm have got a massive advantage in their wingers. Not to say anything bad against um, Winstein and Felt, but Vunavalu and Adokar. I mean, Jordan Rapana won Winger of the Year. Um, I'm not. Is that is the Winger of the Year is because of the Dally points? Is that right? Like, yeah, I think it's I think it's there because he would have got a, he would have got a few earlier in the year. But I mean. For me like I really like Jordan Rapata as a player but Vunavalu Vunivalu would have been my pick I don't know if that's I'm not sure exactly how that works to be honest, whether they pick him or they just you know it's it's how many Dali end points that player gets but Vunivalu has been sensational so has Adukar but Vunivalu he's you know leading try scorer again it's it, he's in, he's an incredible player and it's a He's um, I'm pretty sure he's Fiji, isn't he? Like, considering he made his debut yeah. in round seven last year, so he's only been yeah, playing. Yeah, he, he, he didn't even play all the games last year and still top the try score. Like it's he's unreal. And I mean, obviously he's landed in a in a pretty good situation with with you know, probably the arguably the best team of the past decade. Yeah. But um, you know, like he he's incredible he's free, like he's, yeah, he's free, and, he, and the best part about it is is that he's not only
1: just going on the back and scoring tries and putting them down he gets in there does the hard yards yeah, in the middle definitely. and he does he's and, such a threat coming out of the like. and Winterstein I think's injured I think that's yeah, he's carrying injury his ribs are injured and Cole felt yeah, for his strength and speed and size he doesn't come in and take a lot of the pressure off those guys as much as he should or yeah, he's effective as those guys but and Carr has just got speed.
0: They're just a speed. threat. Like if you kick, if you kick long to them, like any one of those players is a threat, like a massive threat to score a length of the field try, or you know set something up, or you know make a line break and and cause a whole lot of headaches for the Cowboys. Like yeah, I mean, the, the right. Cowboys will have to kick it dead every single time. Well, that's why they stop those, you know, kicking dead, you know, so you get the seven tackle set. You know, yeah, they need so they're going to have to aim for the sideline. Find line. the sideline. You're right. I think they need Maybe to slow kick, it down. Kick on fourth tackle so the wingers aren't up.
1: Correct. And I think, but I think, yeah. The Melbourne are the masters of that. And Melbourne know that, you know, they're back three. You, you talk about Felder Winderstom, but Coote's not a good runner of the ball back as well. So yeah, Melbourne, bar, yeah. Melbourne will look to turn them around all day and look to get those guys run right off their line. But yeah, it's interesting when you say of the year because Rupana probably was the best wing in the first half of the year.
0: But he had a back, bit of resurgence at the end of the year as well. He was scoring quite a few tries there. Yeah, but, but
1: yeah, it's hard. And, and Morgan is the halfback of the year. I know we're going back a little bit, but Morgan only played halfback for the last, you yeah. know, eight, ten rounds of the oh. year, so it's hard to, it's, I don't know, to me, I don't know, You're right. I don't know what qualifies as what, you know, what, you know, what comes. Half oh, back, back at five, eight doesn't really, they should just have a half of the year, really. True, yeah, it's true, but yeah, I'll, I find it, bit, I'd, I'd like them see it, to see them actually pick a whole team,
0: why, why only pick one winger, one centre, like pick two wingers and pick two centres, Yeah, Dylan, a team of the year. Like, Dylan Walker being centre of the year was an interesting one, Though I mean, he, yeah, he played he well. He didn't have a bad year by any stretch, but like, I don't know, I guess, off the top of my head, I don't really know who you'd pick. Ahead of him, but like I mean, they've
1: had some. There's been some good centers going around, but I think you know I think in terms of um, in terms of what he did for Manly this year on that right edge with Uate, I think he was he was probably up there. Tim Laffoy played well for St George, had a big game. has been well, played well, but yeah, I was in talking about centers. You know, Justin O'Neill's play last week when he when he gave away that try to the Roosters, and then and then the next set come out and force the an error from the Roosters with his defence, that just typifies what the Cowboys are about. So yeah, absolutely. They're, um, yeah, they're, you know, I, I said, the Cow- like I said last week, the Cowboys, are, you know, they'll do the little things right, they'll kick deep, they'll run hard, and Tal Malolo, as I said, I think Melbourne, the problem with the Cowboys is if they're behind at the 30th minute mark, do they take Tal Malolo off? Because, if they're behind by one or two tries... What,
0: give him a rest and bring him back on? Well,
1: that's what they do. They bring him off around the 30, 30-second 30 minute mark and uh, then bring I him think, back I on. I think they do what they... Yeah, they'll... They'll do that. Yeah, if, but that's the thing. If, if they're behind... They do what they
0: do and then they'll hope that some one of the other guys off the... Because they've got a couple of pretty handy guys off the bench as well. Like yeah. uh, Cohen Hess in particular. I mean, that's a... Yeah, I mean, Tal Malolo has been fantastic. He really has. But they're really lucky that they've got a guy like Cohen Hess coming off the bench. You can really... Because it's... Because Malola, he's like 50 minutes most, most games, you know, so there's 30 minutes at least in a game where he's not there. And that's when Hess comes on Correct. and, and yeah. he keeps up that pressure. He's that, the, you know, forward threat that you have to, you know, you have to try and devote three or, at least three guys into the tackle to try and bring him down, um, usually four. And it frees up things for other players. And, you know, like he, um, I don't know how many tries he scored off the top of my head, but he, he's got at least 10 this year, which is pretty incredible for a front rower. Um, and he and a lot of those tries like he, it, they haven't been easy ones where he's just been the lucky recipient of the ball he's worked for them and taken a few blokes over the line as well um you know like again we we keep talking that the storm you know we just expect the storm will win but i, I don't I think know, everyone yeah. i think everyone
1: expects i think deep down everyone thinks melbourne's going to win i think everyone deep down there's some you know everyone's second team is the cowboys you know, everyone will be rooting for the upset but Deep down I think everyone knows that unless Melbourne play really, really, really bad and Cowboys play really, really good, it's gonna be Melbourne will win. I think it's I think I can't see you know, I I play the only way the Cowboys can win is, as I said, if they keep it tight for the first half an hour and, yeah, keep it very tight. Yeah, you know, and, and when I mean tight, I mean near law. It needs to be nil law. They can't afford to concede the first try. But as I said, if they're behind by eight or 10 points after the 30 I minute mark. I think two mark, tries they could potentially come back from, but three tries forget it. The game's over. Yeah, but as I said, if they're two tries down at the 30 minute mark and they take Talmalolo off, I think the game's over because, you know, I think that even though Hess comes on, they just lose so much when Talmalolo. Yeah, he makes over 200 metres a game, yeah. 100 metres. You know, post-contact meters. You know, these numbers have just never been seen before. So, you know, as I said, I'm just looking ahead to next year when you when you think Kronk's not going to be there for Melbourne and you look at a whole heap of teams who are getting better next year, including North Queensland. You know, I said last week that it could... Be, you look at Tedesco going to the Roosters next year and you look at the players that Cowboys getting next year... I thought next last week could be a preview of next year's grand final, a very early prediction. But yeah, so know, who, who's that? So Cowboys Roosters. Oh. It's in the 2018 grand final. It's getting ahead, but there's there's plenty of teams that are going to improve in the off season. That um. Yeah, because at the moment, Melbourne are that far ahead of everyone else. And you just They've been probably... They've been light years ahead of the rest li- And everyone we've been saying it yeah. all year, and they've just been... You know, not boring, but it's been, you know, they're just so good. It's they're been just... who can beat Melbourne, who and, can knock off Melbourne. And to be honest, no one has been able to. You know, they've lost four games all year, and two have been with their origin players. So, without their origin players. So, I think, you know, they go into the game well-deserved favourites. And, you know, I think you look at Craig Bellamy and how you know, they had the heartbreak they had last year when they got so close to beating Cronulla... <laughs> It just all adds up to a Melbourne win, I think, and I'm yeah. We'll go through our tips later, but yeah, Melbourne by. Melbourne oh, for me. What's what's the tip? You might as well if <laughs> you've got uh, to it so I'm I'm going Melbourne by 14. I'm gonna go Melbourne by 14. I'm gonna go my Clive Churchill medalist. I'm gonna go for fairy tale and go Cooper Cronk in his final game. Yeah, I think they like a fairy tale. Like, yeah, I think Cameron's with <laughs> the overwhelming favourite for Clive Churchill, but I think Cooper Cronk, you know. Often Clive Churchill medal winners are not the best players in the field. It's often, you know, you look at, you, know, you go back to the last 10 or 15 years The Clive Churchill medalists, you know, Thurston still thinks that Granville should have won the Clive Churchill medal, you know, in 2015. Sandberg just thinks his brother George should have won the Gr- George, Clive Churchill. You know, when they won the comp, you know, it goes back all the way back to, yeah. You know,
0: even Manly uh, manly Roosters when... Cherry Evans won Yeah, the, Cherry the, Evans Chirvin's won, won, it, it won it, it, Even going team. further
1: back when Fittler won the... Uh, Fitzgibbon won the Clive Churchill medal back in 2002, and Fitless probably should have won it. Yeah, there's a whole history of you know, Clive Churchill medal winners you know, not being the, the best player in the park. So I'm going to go, even though he, probably might, probably he might be the best player in the park, I'm going to go Cooper Cronk for my Clive Churchill. And I'll go first try scorer. How can he go past? I'll go one of the wingers. Last week was Adokal. I think Vunivalu. He dropped the ball with the wide line open last week. So I'm
0: going to go Vunivalu as the first try scorer. Yeah, I think, that, <clears throat> I think that's a pretty... Pretty safe bet. Well, yeah, that Probably, is, probably no safe bets, to be honest. Like, yeah. but uh, yeah, I, I would. If I had to pick one, I'd I'd tip Bunaval to be first try scorer for sure. Um, Clive Churchill. I mean, yeah. Look, I think you might be right there with Cooper Cronk. And yeah. if, if the Storm win, I can't see how Cooper Cronk doesn't get it. Um, even if he, you know, even if he's the worst player on the park type, thing. <laughs> yeah. you know, if, if he drops if he drops the ball seven times, or something, he <laughs> yeah. might have a different story. But I don't think Cooper Cronk's going to do that. Yeah. Um, if you want to. A smoky, maybe a guy like Jesse Bromwich. Yeah. Um, to, you know, obviously a lot of what the Storm, um, the storm does comes through him and, and a couple of those other, quote, um, no-name forwards, um, yeah. such as Tim Glasby, who I still don't know what Tim Glasby looks like. I couldn't... Oh. <laughs> I, I don't know who he is when he's out there, and I, I've i got no... Well, the name. other one I hope
1: he plays well, and it's his fourth grand final, is Dale and He's 0-3, so he played two of the Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then one last, last year. year yeah. So I'm hoping that he can get a ring because he's a really good good fella and he's um he does those sort of hard yards in the middle that you know there's mel. see it's all about you know mel- the beauty of Melbourne is they've been able to manage a salary cap so well that you know they have the, they have the superstar but you <laughs> have the superstars you know obviously that yeah, yeah but, sorry I was just laughing about yeah, yeah but they
0: didn't manage it so well yeah
1: but they you know they' like it's the teams that are at the top can manage your salary cap, so, because you got you got to have your Dale Finucan. So every for every Cameron Smith, Billy Slater in your team, you need to have a Dale Finucan and you need to have a you know the other unsung hero is Felice Cafusi. He was outstanding last week. You know he well, said yeah. he is, you know those guys. Are, you know you need to manage those. You know and even Ado Kanu wouldn't be on a lot of money. They're just a lot of you got to manage your cap around to have your 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 Joe average players. And your superstars and Melbourne have got that in their team this year. They've got really, you know, they've obviously everyone talks about the big three, but you know, Curtis Scott in the centres. You know, he set up the him and Ad Car set up that first try last week. They were really on the back foot. So those guys, you know, it's. I think Melbourne, I think North Queensland will target some of those younger guys, especially that left edge with um, Scott and Ado Car. Um, I would be surprised they don't run a lot of their traffic down there and look to exploit down there. Um, they'll look to, but again. They got to get in the, that position to attack them. So you know, for them to get in that, for, for them to get in good ball area, they need Melbourne to you know, commit a few errors like they did last week. Yeah. Melbourne were very uncharacteristic last week, kicking dead. And that sort
0: of thing. I don't. You wouldn't. You wouldn't know it though if you looked at the final score of thirty nil. I mean, it was pretty. Like it, the scoreline oh, was a bit unflattering to the Broncos because they they, they defended pretty well for probably like sixty minutes. I can't remember exactly when they. Oh, did. but if
1: Corey Oates catches the... you know, if if Tata Moga passes the ball or and or Corey Oates gets the ball down, one or the other, they probably should have both. You know, it should have been twelve two, and it's a completely different game. So, and as soon as they scored that try around right half time, the game was over. So. Yeah, you know, it's about taking the Cowboys are going to take their chances this week, and that's going to be the big, big thing. How many chances they'll get? Because you know Melbourne this week won't. You know they couldn't they kicked four dead last week. in the first half so they kicked four dead. They had errors. You know that won't happen this week. They'll be too disciplined, and they'll just you know slot back into Melbourne type behaviour well
0: having said that though um, Tumalo and Morgan have been creating chances for their team all year so they might create a few um, this week well I'm sure Belly will have
1: a plan for Tumalo I think I think the best way to stop Tumalo is to get him you know the marker needs to work so hard because you need to get out very early to get him before he gets you know you need to that first bring him down or get yeah that first contact needs to be very strong and you know I think you need—it's yeah, impossible to go high around him. You, know, these, you need to go lower and attack his legs to you know, stop him. You know, just stop him. You're not going to—you're not going to stop Tamalolo. He's you Yeah, know, if he can make—if he can make 160 meters, 170 meters, he's still doing a really good job. So um, it's about making sure that that first play—if he's not getting them on the front foot—because as we said, their back three doesn't give him a lot of punch. If you can stop—if you can limit Tamalolo on play one or two. And then yeah, it forces people like Scott Bolton and those guys to make meet to, to make you know to take up the slack. You know, you know, uh, Fenton's been starting in the front row. And it just puts a lot of pressure on everyone else.
0: So. Yeah, Sean Fenton. I bet he didn't but he didn't think he was going to be playing in a grand final. Um, with well, Samari Martin as well with the Cowboys when yeah. he started the season. And same
1: with Samari Martin. It's it's good stories. You know, you see it a lot in American sports how teams players change around. But you know, Samari Martin would have been stuck in reserve grade at Penrith, you know, not doing anything. But now he's playing in a grand final, so good on him. He's, um, you know, next year you'll probably get the best, you know, best lesson anyone, you know, with Thurston back him, you know, with Thurston yeah. and a Morgan for a year. You can just, you know, hold the clipboard for a year basically next year and learn and, you know, come off the bench and that sort of thing. So, as I said, the Cowboys are really looking shaping up for a really big 2018. I just don't think they've, um, I just don't think they'll get the job done on Sunday.
0: Yeah, look, I, I tend to agree. Um, I, I wish it wasn't. Well, you yeah. So I wish I don't really have a problem with either of these teams. I like both of them, um, but I'm I'm hoping for the underdog. So I'll definitely be supporting the Cowboys this this weekend. but and I think I a think lot of people I think would... Storm will Storm will get it. I mean, how, how do you think Sydney people are going to handle it? There's no Sydney team in the grand final. Well, they they're, they're struggling to fill the stadium, so they're giving away yeah. some free tickets. So that's um... I don't know. Like I don't know about this. Like we were talking about this just before the podcast started, and. I don't know what the like the NRL can't win. You know, a couple of years ago they bumped the ticket prices up because the AFL does and they say, Oh, well, you know, this is what the other code does, so we should be doing it as well. And everyone Complained and said they're kicking, you know, getting rid of people from the rugby league heartland and and all that kind of stuff. So they drop the ticket prices down, and and no one's going. You know, like what what do they do? I think it's as I said, we've talked about it before. I think you know, with with no it would it would help if there was a Sydney team. No, and and not even no
1: strong Sydney team because even if the Roosters won last week, they don't have a big supporter base. I think they've been they've been unlucky this year in terms of you know the big Sydney teams haven't gone well. Bulldogs. Yes, and George went okay. West Tigers, yeah, rabbits, Penrith, all those teams, you know, haven't factored into the you know after week one the finals. So it's been you know, they've been unlucky in that sort in that sense. And I don't have a problem giving away free tickets. I just know, I think they, um, you know, well I think it's the stadium's too big for an NRL. You know, they're talking about you know state new stadiums, and I think the ground you once they redevelop ANZ, who knows if that will ever happen or you know whatever strategy they go with, but the. You need, yeah. You know, I think for a rugby league grand final, if they can, if they can get that to a seventy thousand rectangular stadium, and that's make a it a pretty full healthy on, crowd, and yeah. that's and that's really good because going to the Stadium and going, you know, when they say it's seventy five thousand or seventy three thousand, that last ten thousand, it's the back end of level, you know, the top levels that you know they're not really they're not they're not good viewing seats. So no, I've I've had
0: I've only been to Anzac Stadium once. It was for an Origin game, and I basically the seats we got the cheap seats because yeah. we um. And we were sat up there and honestly from, from you, you can't see part of the field if when you're that high up. Now, luckily it was game three, New South Wales had already lost the series, so we just went down to the basically the end of that that deck and we were right on the rail and we could see the game. But it, like the the players are like ants. Like it's yeah. really it's, And that's why and that's why they wanna read it. It's so it. far away. Like and I'm um, obviously it was built for the for the Olympics and, and you know, to to cater for massive crowds and it's just, I don't know, like it's, I think, exactly. I don't know what you do with it, you know, like do you, do you knock down an entire, you know, massive stadium and, and make it a small one? Like, well, it's, I do 70,000, not small. Like, if you look at the summer stadiums around the world, there's not many stadiums
1: that, you know, fit, you know. In terms of a good rectangular stadium, I think that's what it needs. I think we need a good rectangular sta- if. And I think it's in their best interest. Seventy thousand is a really good crowd.
0: It caters, and if every one of those seventy thousand can have a good seat, because at the moment, yeah, they don't play play cricket there, so you don't need to have that rectangular formation anymore. Unless you want to, you know, unless you want to try and bid for another Olympics. But I mean, really, are you going to get the Olympics? But the thing is that if you're not, you you can. People
1: know that if they're going to buy seats late, and there's only seats right back, in in the, the the nosebleed seats. People aren't going to go. You There's no, gonna, you should not pay money to see. Well, the people are not going go. to go. And that's them. why if they want to give away those seats that they're giving away to the, to the young kids, you know, it might be their first grand final. It's really good, you know, get them, get, you know, get them involved. You know, I'm not going to have a problem with that. So, and again, if they get $75,000 on, on Sunday and it's not a sellout, Yeah, you know, that's still a decent crowd, you know. To me, 75000 is still a good crowd. So... I hope people can turn out and you know they can fill the stadium and because it will be a really good game I think. I mean, I think regardless of you know you get the chance to see Yeah, it. it'll be a good game. And it's the last chance to see you know you'll never see I don't think in our particularly lifetime. Particularly
0: you know, particularly if you're a Sydney supporter and you've got nothing riding on this game like I, you know I don't know if you've ever watched a team that you support lose a grand final but it's pretty ugly. Yeah. And I I don't think I'd ever want to go and actually physically watch a grand final that my team was playing in just because they might lose and that feeling is just yeah, it's, it's well, again, bad enough at home, but you know to see all these other fans supporting the other team, being happy and giving you <laughs> shit, and, and all that other kind of stuff. like again, I would not take it.
1: And again, it's not. As I said, we won't see it in our life to see Cronk, Slater, and Smith together. Like those three players. What's you, not going to happen again? Yeah, but you won't. You might not ever see it again. Three of the no, three of the all-time superstars play oh, together. Sorry, yeah. yeah, I mean, look, like, it ain't just those three. Like you look at yeah, you know, as much as yeah, you know, us Sydney people don't like Melbourneians, and you know they take down there, but yeah you know, the Storm.
0: But they're just so good. Speak for yourself. I've got no problem with Melbourne. <laughs> it's a, it's a, like it's you know you, you have to. I don't understand. You know, I'm you know never, the i are not a true Sydney. Well, I'm not you know, like I'm, yeah. I'm bought to be honest. Born in Adelaide, Yeah, that's in Canberra, true. I lived in Sydney for about you don't three know, years. Trippy, yeah, no, um, but like I don't understand this hate towards Cameron Smith up in Melbourne, like uh, up in Sydney. Sorry, like he's he's just such a good player. Like why would you hate him? Like he just you know he, people people don't like him because he beats their team. That's oh, what I don't like him. And
1: know? he so and Cameron Smith is the you, know, you talk about all the players that have played, you know, you talk about all the immortals, everything. Yeah, you know, for me, Cameron is the best player I've seen because he can control a game in so many different ways. And his kicking game will be you know, he's not a you know halfback in five he's supposed to the majority kicking, but he'll his kicks are just so deliberate and everything he does is so deliberate. He's thinking three or four plays in advance. And if he gets if he gets a sniff, as I said, if they get ahead at any time in the game, Expect Cameron to just to close out and you know, oh, I definitely he'll just he knows how to close out games and he's expecting to run a lot. I think I think they'll look to target Talmalolo with defensively. I think you'll see Talmalolo make a lot of tackles in the middle and Cameron's with a bit of person to target. so he'll just get out of dummy half and get the forwards running at Tamalolo, and that's what he does. He can he can just get the forwards over the advantage line and targeting players. So don't be surprised if they Talmalolo can make or make upwards of 35 tackles this week just to make sure that you know. He's gas when he runs, so um, yeah, I'm expecting a Melbourne win, but we will find out Sunday. What do you reckon? Sunday? I reckon they should bring the grand final back to the day. I like Sunday afternoon grand Falls. Sunday afternoon. So what, what time is
0: It, it starts at five o'clock normally. I think.
1: Um, I think it's a bit later this year. The kickoff time keeps changing, but yeah, it's, it's in the evening. So it's, I think it's six thirty. Yeah, or I
0: don't know, like because you can't you can't move it to Saturday, obviously, which. I don't know, like I, I don't know what the best day is personally. Like it's
1: It's hard because I don't know. I used to like when the AFL and NRL grand finals were. I feel like weekends. it's one of those
0: things. If you're if you're interested in, in the NRL and you want to watch the Grand Final, like I, I it doesn't really as long as it's not like ten o'clock at night, you know, like doesn't matter when it is, like just just watch it. Yeah, it's Like, true. it doesn't, you know, like it's <laughs> it's 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 like this is a it's 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 you know, like yeah. Thursday night match, like this is the grand final, like it's the, it's the reason why everyone's played all and these. It's the public holiday the week or, or the day after. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. like it's, but like you know, you've you've had an entire like twenty six week season plus finals. Like, if you're interested in the NRL, I think you just watch it when the when the whenever the schedule is, and yeah. it, you know Sunday after Sunday afternoon is probably a good time to have it because you know like if you're actually at the game, no traffic, yeah. you know, like you're not gonna have to worry about beating all the. um the Guys getting home, trying to get home, or anything like that from, from work on Friday yeah. nights. And like it's that. school
1: holidays, so it's, it's a good time. School holidays, I, and, yeah. And yeah. get to the ground early because there will be some cracking games. The holding cup game's a really good game between Manly and Parramatta. Um, that's going to be a really good game. And you've got the PNG Hunters playing Penrith in the in the trust super premiership. So there'll be some really good games early on. So looking forward to those games as well. So big day of footy on Sunday. Yeah, definitely. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Catch you next week. See you, guys.